Hello, podcast listeners and high-performance gurus. Today, we are bringing you the top 20 productivity hacks for 2020. We stand today. The Business Method with a shout-out. The Business Method. The Business Method Podcast. The Business Method Podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm your host, Chris Reynolds, and welcome to the Business Method Podcast, a podcast featuring successful entrepreneurs and high-profile people dissecting their business models. We dissect the different methods, tools, and tactics of high-performance online entrepreneurs and high-caliber people in a series format. On our first series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days that have built businesses creating $100,000 or more annually. On our second series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs that have built location-independent businesses that produce over a million dollars and annual revenue and now we're interviewing 100 major influencers to get behind the minds and the science of using influence to grow business and influence income results economies and cultures there's a growing number of people building these caliber of businesses like this and we're going to figure out what it takes to make this happen now let's jump in today's show the business method hello podcast listeners and high performance gurus today we are bringing you the top 20 productivity hacks for 2020. These are tried and true productivity hacks that we have done ourselves. I've implemented in my own life or our clients have done those. I wanted to hop onto the mic and share with you some of the top 20 productivity hacks that we have come across in the past year or so. And so we're going to go through through all of these. They're tried and true and they're tested. They work. Some of the top professionals are using them. Um, a lot of them involve neuroscience and, and flow states, which is the top newest research that's out there when it comes to productivity and high performance. And so we're going to talk about those today. And here they are in no particular order. Plus, we'll talk about some bonuses and some of the top apps that I recommend these days. So the very first one and the one that I have used, and it's probably one of the juiciest, most powerful ones. Um, I'm going to give it to you right now. It is, you guys, you ready for it? Drum roll. It is turning off your phone and hiding it. The University of Texas did this study, you guys, and they found out that your cognitive ability declines somewhere around 10 IQ points when your phone is on and it is around you, even if it's in a bag where you cannot see it. And so what I have done is I turn that sucker off and I hide it from myself. I put it in another room. I put it in a drawer across the room. So it is not around. And another thing that I've done is um, kept my phone at home on social engagements. So if I go out to eat with friends, whatever, go out dancing, my phone stays at home. I've got 6,000 pictures on my phone. I don't need any more. I don't need the extra two that I'm going to get, you know, tonight or some more selfies. But what happens, especially when you go out with friends, you kind of feel like you're on, you have a little superpower. You're out in the world without this codependency that we have with our phones and you feel a bit stronger. It's really strange. Um, and then when it comes to working, when you don't have your phone around you, especially in the deep in the morning or the, the first thing you do when you do your deep focused work, like it is really, really refreshing not to have that phone around. Uh, one time I measured how many times I checked my phone in a day over a period of like two weeks. 
and it's on average about 10 times per hour. That is 160 times per day, more or less during our waking hours that we're checking our phone. We're thinking about checking our phone and this actually reduces our cognitive ability to input and to focus and to get shit done. So that is our very first productivity hack for 2020. Turn off your phone and hide it from yourself. I'm sure it has been years since many of you have turned off your phone. Actually hit the power button and turn it off. So the next one, you guys, is turn your phone on black and white mode. This is also a really good one. Um, If you turn your phone on black and white mode, it decreases the attractiveness of losing uh, that concentration. So like Facebook and YouTube and and all the apps, all the, the, the major apps out there know exactly what they're doing when they're using the colors to hook your mind into their news feeds. And so if you have, um, you don't have those colors around, could you, like you just imagine, it's like reading, it's like watching TV in black and white. It's like, uh, it's not even fun. It's not even attractive. And then you realize, okay, I'm just here because these are my habits. I'm just trying to scroll through things these because they're my habits and when it's in black and white it's not as fun it's not as engaging you're not getting the neurochemical hits in your brain as often and and it loses its attraction and so it's easy to say okay I'm putting this thing up there's a reason I put it in black and white mode I'm going to go on and I'm going to do some work or spend time with family or do something that really helps me live a better life and so turn your phone on black and white mode Um, I can walk you through the process, but it's probably going to be much easier if you just uh, ask Google. Um, I know the iOS process for Apple. uh, You go to general settings, accessibility, and then uh, color filters, and then you can turn it off. I don't know for Android, but um, it's really just easier if you ask Google. Ask Siri. She can help you out with that. Black and white mode for your phone. Productivity tip number two. On to productivity tip number three. Put your vices in a K-box. So we had a client we worked with this year who smoked and really wanted to um, quit spending so much time um, smoking, the distraction of smoking, and uh, he'd smoked for years and he wanted to break this habit. And so what he did is is he ordered this cool thing called a K-box. What a K-box is is a lockbox, a timed lockbox, so you can put your things in there that you don't want to get until a certain period of time and it actually really uh is is will lock it up and it will not no matter what it will not you need a baseball bat to open it up it will not open up until the uh, selected time so he would put his cigarettes monday through friday in his k-box and not smoke monday through friday and then give himself a little leeway on the weekend so they would open back up and so if you have any vices substances you know that are uh, food or you know whatever chocolate who knows what it is that's a distraction for you when you're in the house Um, you can order this k box and you can put those things in there and keep them away from you and for people that have those dependencies um, have those habits you know it's really a powerful thing to use and uh, very beneficial so check out the k box that's productivity tip number three on to productivity tip number four go to the cafe and work with no computer charger And this really works. I heard this from Noah Kagan on an email randomly. And I was like, hmm, that sounds interesting. And so I um, then went to the cafe the next day. 
and something switches in your brain. You're like, you have this, this scarcity mode. Sometimes we can use scarcity to uh, ignite some, some amazing productivity in us. Uh, the, the idea that the computer will eventually run out, you don't have an unlimited amount of battery, uh, actually makes you be more focused. And you think to yourself, oh, wow, like I've got to get stuff done. I've got to get on top of this because my battery is going to run out. And I would argue that, you know, however long a battery lasts, three, five, six hours, I don't know. Um, my, each computer is different. Mine's pretty good. I think it lasts about five or six hours. I would argue that the, the intensity of work, knowing that your battery is going to run out, really increases that productivity probably at least twofold. And it's pretty impressive. So that's productivity number four, you guys. Go to the cafe and... Do not take your computer charger, but make sure you have 100% in your battery before you go. <laughs> then it's more, then it'll run out quickly, you know. Okay, so on to productivity tip number five. This one's really powerful, you guys, and um, especially when we come to like the neuroscience behind this. It's such a simple thing, and it's um, remembering to breathe. Take some time out when you're feeling stressed, distressed, when you're feeling anxiety, when you're feeling overwhelmed. Uh, just take some time out and do some deep breaths. Here's why this is so important. Our bodies can last years without exercise. You know, we use exercise all the time to help us be more productive. What else do we use? Diet. Our bodies can last a month without food. Uh, what else do we, we use? Hydration. Our bodies can last uh, a week without water. But our bodies cannot last more than a, a handful of minutes without breath, without breath and it is key and it is essential and if you check out the the top flow experts the top productivity experts out there today what they're telling you more and more is they're talking about breathing so learning to control our breath helps us manage our thoughts it helps us manage our neurochemistry in our body and it helps us be really more productive so there's some fun techniques actually we have um we have some coming out, high-performance uh, meditations and de deep breathing that is two or five minutes or ten minutes. They're coming out very soon, and uh, you can just take some breaths. And so one thing that I did, I started testing this out about a year and a half ago, and when I was working away at the computer and I would feel stress, one of the things I would do is just go away from the computer and I would hold my breath, and I would hold it as long as I can. And the funny thing happened is like whatever I was feeling stressed about just kind of faded away because what I think your mind is doing is saying, hey, dummy, like you're, you don't have oxygen. You need oxygen. Quit worrying about that thing that's stressing you out. Uh, then you take some deep breaths and it really kind of releases some really feel good neurochemicals. What I think it does also is wash away uh, some of that cortisol in our body, which makes us feel more stress. It's a stress hormone. And, um, and then you feel good. And so there's some deep breathing techniques. Wim Hof is a great one. Uh, a quick one that I do is like three deep breaths in and out, and then a couple minutes of block breathing, which is breathe in for five seconds, hold for five seconds, breathe out for five seconds, hold for five seconds. Do that for two, two minutes. Your physiology will change. It's very impactful. Somebody was saying recently, Dr. Daniel Amen, that, um, oh, the optimal productive state, relaxed state, in the optimal productive relaxed state, we're breathing about six breaths a minute, I believe he said. So five to six breaths a minute. And that, and then what happens when we feel fear, stress, or anxiety, our heart rate jumps up, our breath jumps up and changes that. So if you can control that huge productivity hack, learn 
to breathe. Okay, productivity tip number six. Here we go. Based on research, uh, flow states are best in 90-minute cycles. And then you take a 15-minute break. So we tested these out actually this year at our live event called Get Shit Done Live. And um, what we do is a, it's a 10-day event, for those that don't know, a 10-day event where people come and they want to move the needle in their business and be incredibly high, high um, incredibly productive in a short period of time. And people get amazing results. It's really shocking to see the results people get done, especially in the last four days for some reason. And, um, and so what we tried out is different Pomodoro times. And what we found is that, you know, the, the 20 use Pomodoro, um, for you guys also that don't know are like 25 minutes of work, five minute break or 50 minutes of work, 10 minute break or 90 minutes of work, 15 minute break. And so you have a timer. And so the shorter Pomodoros, 25 minutes on five minutes off are generally good for tasky things like email, um, you know, answering messages, just a miscellaneous tasky things, maybe doing the dishes or something like that. And then, uh, the longer Pomodoros, like 50 minutes on 10 minutes off are good for longevity. And so if you've got a long day, like you got to work 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day, 50 minutes on 10 minutes off is great because you get 10 minutes to do some push-ups and setups, um, maybe do some dishes, whatever, move around the house, get some body movement, get some deep breathing and something. Um, and then, but what's optimal for deep flow states. So the concentrated work where your creativity spikes up to like 400 to 700%, literally, um, uh, you need about 90 minutes. And so this comes from Stephen Kotler, 90 minutes are the optimal based on research are the optimal is the optimal time for deep flow states. And it kind of makes sense. You guys think about, um, work. You know, people, uh, regular nine to five jobs, people work 90 minutes and they get 15 minutes off. My dad, uh, my dad was a construction worker for 40 years and they would work an hour and a half, 15 minutes off, work another hour and a half. They'd get their lunch, work another hour and a half, 15 minutes off. And it was just part of the structure that really works. Um, so something to think about, especially if you guys are doing deep focused work, when you uh, get up in the morning or first thing in the morning, 90 minutes off, take some you know, 10, 15 minutes off. Very powerful flow technique. On to productivity tip number seven. I didn't realize I was going to talk so much about this stuff. You guys do less better. That's my motto for 2020. It was been, it had been my motto for 2019. Also eliminate, 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 learn how to say no, do less better. And I'll say it again. It's hard for us, especially driven people. You guys are want to get a lot of shit done. You you want to be focused. You want to be productive. Do less better. I was at a meditation retreat um, recently, and there's this quote that I saw in one of the books. It was a, a Buddhist quote, and it said, the best way, and this is Buddhism from 2,600 years ago, right? It said, the best way to get a lot of things done is doing one single thing at a time. And it is so true. This goes back also to not having your phone around you when you're working, when you're engaged in social events, you do less better. You can focus on the, the, the task at hand. It is really powerful and impactful. Do less better. Eliminate, eliminate, eliminate. So uh, productivity tip number eight, the tried and true, I think I mentioned it already, deep focused work for first thing. Deep focused work 
First thing, first thing, give yourself 90 minutes, at least maybe two uh, Pomodoro sessions, three hours to do deep focused work. So many of the top performers of the world, you guys, are getting up early in the morning, 4 or 5 a.m., getting like three, four hours of work done even before breakfast time. Mark Wahlberg is now getting up at 2 a.m., literally going to bed at 7 p.m., getting up at 2 a.m., and he has three quarters of his day done before the family even wakes up. And so uh, then he can just kind of fluff off the rest of the day. And so do less better, you guys. It's highly impactful. Um, excuse me, uh, deep focused work. And, and also, like most important tasks in the morning, pick two or three most important tasks. You'll feel good. This also overlaps with eat the frog principle. You'll feel really good, really important. So that's productivity number eight. On to productivity number nine. Productivity number nine, you guys, is do, do the tasky things after the most important work is done. So you do your deep focused work, most important tasks in the morning. Um, and then you do the tasky things like answering email, like checking your messages, uh, uh, checking your social media, whatever it may be, the miscellaneous small things that sometimes we tend to try to do first because they're the easy things to do. You know, uh, they're the easy things that we can knock off and then we can get like a shot of dopamine or oxytocin feel good for a little bit because we knock those few things off. But then in the backside of it are the big important things. So if we, we, we reverse this, do the big important things first, um, and then do the tasky little things in the afternoon, it's much better, especially because like our energy levels are different. Say, you know, if you're going on a, a morning afternoon, if you usually do a typical morning and afternoon work schedule, um, it's much better to answer those emails, do those tasky miscellaneous things when your energy level is not as concentrated or as high in the afternoon after lunch. Um, so save those you guys for the afternoon. Uh, do the tasky things after the most important task work is done. Okay, productivity tick number 10. Check email at scheduled times once or twice a day. This is um, old tried and true Tim Ferriss uh, recommendation. 11 a.m., 4 p.m. is what he used to suggest, even sometimes just doing it once a day in the afternoon. Uh, it's, it's great. It really is great. If you can set up your, your life so everything doesn't revolve around email and uh, you can check it at your email once or maybe twice a day, you know, you're still going to get plenty of stuff done. It is uh, really beneficial and you feel good. Like you just feel better. Email is connected in Facebook messages and social media messages really connected to the amount of stress that we're adding in our lives. And so um, check email, schedule times once, maybe twice a day. If you can't separate yourself from email twice a day, um, if you can create that in your business or in your life, then just once a day. Okay. Productivity tip number 11. This goes back also to do less better. Learn to say no first. And I say that like, okay, this is uh, two schools of thought. Like Richard Branson says, um, say yes first and then decide later if you can do the project. Well, that comes to like big business deals, right? Um, really important business deals. And so fair enough, I understand. Uh, but I think a lot of us have a hard time saying no. And if we can learn to say no more often, 
we can balance our lives much better and we can take off the so many the 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 big to-do list you know we can start to reduce that big to-do list um even just try it as a habit you know if somebody asks you to do something say no first and then if it feels really good go back and say hey you know if it's really a great opportunity and it's meant to be that opportunity is going to be there 30 minutes from now hour from now half a day from now whenever uh learn to say no more often, you guys, uh, it's really powerful. It will reduce your tasky to-do list. It'll make you feel, um, uh, you'll have a better overall state of mind, um, peace of mind, and learn to say no. Okay, number 12, you guys, batch. Batch, 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 batch. And I said that so many times so it can sink in. The better we become at batching, the more free time we have, the more time we have to spend with our family and friends, do the things that we enjoy, and get sh- the more time we have to get shit done. Um, batching, for those that don't know, is like uh, taking a bunch of tasks and doing them all uh, in the same period of time. So you're focused on those tasks, only those tasks, and you can get a lot more done instead of, instead of your brain switching from one task to a completely different task. So for example, I podcast. So if I want to knock out, you know, two months, three months of podcast interviews, I schedule all those interviews in a two to three period, um, uh, two to three uh, day period. And so I've literally knocked out like two to three months of podcast interviews within a few days. And that feels really good because then I don't have to worry about scheduling more interviews. Then I don't have to worry about getting more people on the show. Then I don't have to worry about that part. Then I can send all the podcast stuff to the editor, let them take care of it. And I'm good for the next two months. And so I did this recently um, in, I guess it was, uh, uh, in September, I got like, I don't know, eight or nine podcasts recorded in late August and September. And it was awesome. It was really great because then, um, the end of September and all of October and all of November, I had zero uh, podcast interviews to worry about. And it was really, really cool. So learn to batch, batch your email time. When you check it once or twice a day, batch your social media time. Um, James Shramko says this, he says, when it comes to social media, get in, batch it all and get out. It's like a war zone. Like you've got to get in, do the things you need to do on social media and then get out and spend the rest of your time doing the things you love. So that is productivity tip number 12. Number 13, hard stop. We interviewed Christian Chasmer um, a year, a little, a little over a year ago. And he said he scaled his business to $5 million and 10x his productivity based solely on implementing a hard stop of 7 p.m. every night. And so I'm going to tell you some apps later on in the podcast that help um, help people that want to implement hard stops that actually shut your computer down or your phone off. And also you need rest in the evenings. Like we need to rest in the evening time after putting eight hour, putting in eight hours of work, we need to take a few hours off and chill, spend time with family, have a nice dinner, spend time with friends, uh, let our thoughts just go, let the stress of the day just, you know, wave away. So we need hard stops. They're essential. 
putting more stuff on our to-do list is not the way to be productive. It's not the way to be a high performer. Uh, it's the way to burn out. It's the way to burn out. What we want to put on our to-do list are the essential juicy things that really make a huge impact on our lives, on our business, um, on our families, on our friends. And uh, so the less we can put on our to-do list and implement like boundaries and priorities around hard stops and, and working hours, the more impactful and productive you're going to be. All right. Productivity tip number 14, bookmark bar. Um, bookmark bar is really powerful. I'll actually show you mine. Um, sorry, podcast listeners, uh, we're videoing this also. So let me hop over here, uh, and share really quick the screen share. Boom. Look at my bookmark bar here. You guys, I'll pull it up. I've got all the pages that I visit most often in order of how often I visit them up here on my bookmark bar. Some people, this is a distraction. For me, it's not because these, these icons are so small that I don't really see them. Um, so if you look, the one I use every day is Brain FM. Um, it's productivity music that really helps me. Then I have my calendar. Then I have my website. And then I have my book me page. Then I have my Calendly dashboard, my scheduling dashboard. Then I have um, both my email, uh, my two different emails I have. Then Google Drive, Google Drive for podcasts, Google Drive for podcast show notes, Google Drive for coaching. Then I have... Um, um, my website stuff, website editing, then Facebook, Instagram, Insta TV, YouTube, Twitter, um, Podbean is where we upload uh, our podcast to, iTunes, um, Entrepreneur Forum, Bitly Links, Apple, so on, Dropbox, all these things, Workflowy, um, Trello, uh, all these things I use on a regular basis, and it's so great. Here we have Google Voice. Um, it's so great because you just like, you don't have to think, you don't have to click it, you don't have to type it in. You don't have to think about what, whether you know they're there. And I've got probably 20 in my bookmark bar that, um, you can check out and, um, and, but I recommend it. That saves a lot of time. The other thing that I've got this also from Noah Kagan is speed up your mouse. If you speed up your mouse, you guys, um, literally like your, your, the, the microseconds will um, help you become more productive as well. So that's an, a good one to implement as well. So bookmark bar, speed up your mouse so you can go faster to the bookmark bar. Okay, number 15, keep the tabs open for each project only and minimize these others. So uh, minimize the other tabs. So like if you're checking email, I'll have open my Google, Google Calendar and my uh, my one email that I'm checking and that's it. All the other tabs are minimized down below and I'll show you guys this also for those that are watching down below here. You guys like I have two tabs. One is like creating a new course, uh, three tabs. Actually one is like copy for a landing page that I'm creating. And one is uh, some outsource working that we've done with uh, this person. And so those are the three tabs. Those are the things I need to work on this week. Those are the most important ones. Those stay minimized. The ones, um, the, uh, the things that I'm working on directly stay, um, uh, open. So for whatever action. So like right now I have my Google calendar and then I have my, all my podcast stuff open on one tab. Okay. So 
this is a lot of stuff. So I didn't know it would take so long to go through 20 tips. Um, tip number 16, block all notifications as possible. Um, this is, you know, common sense, you guys. The more notifications you have, even block Messenger, man. Block your WhatsApp. Block uh, your text. Um the more notifications we have, the more we're distracted, especially when you're working in a flow state and you get a little ding and you're like, oh, you know, uh, my friend messaged me. I need to check this real quick. No, you don't. I mean, unless it's like super important, you don't really. And so put those on, uh, uh, mute those notifications, mute them on your computer, mute them on your phone and uh, hide your phone, hide your, uh, and it will really, really increase your productivity. So Productivity tip number 16, block all notifications. Um, and number 17, you guys. Okay, so three things that I realize that are essential for my productivity on a regular basis are my MEPs. Meditate, exercise, and plan. Meditate, exercise, and plan. One more time, meditate, exercise, and plan. If I don't meditate, if I don't exercise, if I don't plan, there's a good chance that I'm going to feel more cortisol, more stress in my life. Uh, a bit more anxiety. And this is on a day-to-day basis. So I don't realize it. Like if I forget to do these things, even just one of these things in the afternoon, I'll feel like a bit more stress or, uh, and just realize like, what, why am I off? Like, why am I off today? And I'll think, did I exercise? No, I forgot. Did I meditate? Oh, did I plan? Ah, but if I get my meditation, if I get my exercise, if I get my plan in, 99% of the time, my days are spot on, they're solid, they're productive, they're in flow states, they're uh, enjoyable, I'm grateful for them, I'm from the morning night, the time I get up to the time I go to sleep, like it's just a great, it's like the perfect productive day, so that's what I need to to implement in my days, Uh, try them out, meditation, exercising, and planning, if it works for you, um, and see, I would I would imagine it works for most people. Um, but if you need to add something or take some away, you know, um, do that too. We just interviewed Hal Elrod, who's the founder of the Miracle Morning. Every day he needs to do his Miracle Morning. He's done it for 12 years. He does his meditation, exercising, and um, let's see, what does he do? Um, scribing, so journaling, reading for 10 minutes, exercising for 10 minutes, uh, visualization for 10 minutes, affirmation for 10 minutes, and one other he does formation anyway so you get the idea i need meditation exercising and planning to get shit done to have a perfect productive day Um, figure out what it is for you try them out and that's number 17 on to productivity tip number 18 create long-term plans so here we go Uh, i'm going to bulk here i'm going to batch 18 and 19 together create short-term planning and create long-term planning now i put these as two different productivity tips because they are they they give you different results they are different things um so when it comes to short-term planning it's great for like weekly monthly and yearly you know it's great for daily weekly monthly and yearly and even hourly but you're going to you're going to see the world differently you're going to plan differently and you're going to have different priorities if you set up long-term planning so you picture like every week what i do is i picture myself when i'm 
uh, in my 90s, I've lived an amazing life. I've done all these awesome things. Um, and I look back on my life and all the things that I did. And I think about like the, the important things. So short-term planning is good for like daily tasks, weekly tasks, getting those things done. Long-term planning is much better to see the bigger picture and to focus on the priorities. So recently, um, what I was, uh, it's the end of 2019 now, what I was, um, I was, I was contemplating and, and reminiscing on uh, all the things that I've done over the past 10 years, all the business ventures, all the travels, all the goals that I've set. And I thought to myself, like, um, if I would have focused on less, I would have been in a much better financial position, a business position, um, um, only because I, I was focused on like, you know, one, two or three really solid and important things. But because I was focused on a lot, because I was focused on uh, the short term, like how could I make my few, you know, few hundred, few thousand next dollars, uh, it, it, my brain was scattered and the priority was just survival. The priority was like, especially when I was starting off as an entrepreneur 10 years ago, try something for a few months, didn't work, try a new thing, didn't work, try a new thing. And there was no longevity. There was no time for to cultivate the success that you do in a business. And you think it's like, like think of a farmer, like if they plant a seed and the seed doesn't grow in, um, you know, in a few weeks, you don't get what you want. Then you're like, ah, dig up those seeds and plant another seed. And that would be stupid as a farmer. You've got to plant a seed. You've got to water it. You've got to give it sunlight. You've got to give it nurture and love. And then the seed grows and then it can harvest your corn, but it takes almost the entire year, right? For that seed to, to grow, maybe six months or whatever. And so, um, same thing when it comes to business, you got to look at the long-term picture. So what I did this year is think, you know, what's the one or two things I can do over the next 10 years. So 10 years from now, I'm not sitting here saying, wow, if I, if I wouldn't have been so sporadic, um, I, I would have been in a much better financial and successful position. And so that's bottom line, like um, long, the power of a long-term plan. Create a long-term plan first and then fit your short-term planning into that. Long-term planning first, then short-term planning. Very essential, very powerful. Okay, tip number 20. Here's the last one. It'll be a shocker to you guys, I guarantee, but it really works. Tip number 20 is eat less. And I know a lot of you are saying, oh, eat less. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Our ancestors did it. They did fine. Uh, we can do it. People are doing it over and over. Science and research, are um, they've been studying this over and over. Um, eating less can help us be more productive, live healthier lives, put our bodies into kit ketosis, which helps us focus better, which helps us burn more fat, which helps us not be uh, as, as be in better shape, um, which hel helps us exercise better, which helps us um, um, uh, just be more productive. And so now I eat two meals a day. That's it. There's people that eat one meal a day. I think that's a little crazy. I'm sure it's doable. But like two meals a day is fine in between an eight-hour period. I usually eat around noon, um, get my last meal around 7, 6.30. I like to finish before uh, 8 p.m. And, um, and it, 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 there's nothing wrong with it. It works well. Um, you know, I'm in great shape. I, uh, I'm not overweight. And so eating less, I think, especially for the standard American diet, for the standard average person diet, we e you easily put too much, too much stuff, too much junk in our bodies. 
and eating less can really help you reduce the junk that you put in your bodies. Make sure when you do eat, you guys, you eat the good stuff, okay? You're not eating too much white pasta, white flour, you know, sugar. Um, get your vegetables, get your fruits, get your, your proteins, get the, get the things that make you perform well. Eat less productivity, Number t- uh, tip number 20. And, um, and yeah, so I told you guys I was going to go over some apps. Like this is turning into be really long. I didn't think it would be so long. But um, uh, so let me touch on some apps that have really changed my life and I think are good suggestions for you. So uh, new apps I like, otter.ai, literally transcribes everything on spot, or you can upload audios and it transcribes it all for free. I'm transcribing this podcast. We're going to turn it into some content, put it up on a page, and um, transcribing with otter.ai, really awesome app. I can't believe it's actually free. Um, Then we have um, x.ai. I haven't used this personally myself. I thought about trying out, but I have friends that have used this. X.ai um, schedules. It's, it's, it's artificial intelligence that schedules your meetings for you. So if you send a link to a friend or to a colleague that wants to set up a meeting and um, they pick the time, and then x.ai actually goes back and forth with the emails. They're communicating. The artificial intelligence is communicating with the person to find the best time for you guys. So, like, you don't have to go back and forth with those three, four, five, six emails to figure the best time out. Um, XAI does that all for you, schedules it up. It's all automated. It's really awesome. Of course, you guys, I've got to always suggest brain.fm. Uh, Dan Clark, CEO, he's a friend, uh, but I was using Brain.fm long before I ever met Dan. Uh, also made a great podcast episode with him. And Brain.fm is uh, probably one of the best um, productivity-focused musics, relaxation music, meditation music, uh, sleep music that are that's out there today. Simple to use, really awesome. I use it almost on a daily basis. Brain.fm, highly recommend you guys. Um one app you guys this year I've used immensely is Screen Time. It's a iOS app. I'm sure there's like Rescue Time that you can use for Androids, but Screen Time actually measures the amount of time you pick up your phone per day, per week, the amount of time that you're on different apps on your phone, and it shows you where you're spending your time 100%. The first time I did it was about a year ago, and I saw that I picked up my phone eight, like nearly 800 times in a week, and I was shocked. I was actually a little disgusted. I was like, 800 times a week I pick up my phone. Like, that's too much. That is just too much time on this little device. And so screen time measures that. It shows you, you know, you're spending two hours a day on YouTube. Shame, shame. Um, You know, you're spending, you know, X amount of time on Facebook. And so so, um, screen time is a powerful tool. Uh, Another one, you guys, that I have just come across. It's called Haze Over. And so basically what it does is like say you have something open and you see all the little miscellaneous tabs in the background. And so like say you have a small box of, you know, you're looking for something on uh, Finder and under documents or under downloads or something. Then you can also see like the Zoom box you have in the background and then the the um, tabs for uh, your internet search bar in the background as well, which can be very distracting. So what Haze 
over does is it hazes over everything that's in the background. So I'm actually using it now. I have my notes that I'm looking at, and then in the background, everything else is, is darkened out. So I can barely see my Zoom window. I can barely see the internet browser. I can barely see everything else in the background. And it makes you uh, focused. So it's a great one, haze over. I have to go back always to Unroll Me. Unroll Me is just this great app that we get subscribed to these email newsletters. Sometimes I don't know how. The first time I used Unroll Me, um, all you have to do is click a bunch of buttons and it unsubscribes you from all these newsletters. The first time, my main personal email had like 900 subscriptions. And my my new email that was only a few months old had like 85 or 95. And I have no idea how I got subscribed to so many. Um, and so Unroll Me just unsubscribes those by clicking one click. You unsubscribe from a ton of them. Clean out your email that you're receiving. A couple more, you guys. Stay Focused is what shuts your computer down. Uh, the Focused app is another one which shuts your uh, computer down. And uh, you can find what Focused app at... Uh, heyfocus.com shut your literally shut your computer down so uh, you can implement those hard stops I have a client that that you know he was excessive on his computer wanted to shut it down at 10 p.m. every night this really worked well for him Christian Chasmer was doing the 7 p.m. Um, hard stop if you shut your computer down um, on this app at 7 p.m. you have to go have dinner and enjoy time with friends and family like it's just a necessity or relax or watch TV or whatever so those are two other things. Um, one other bonus tip, you guys, I want to wrap this up. Get a coach, an accountability partner. Always incredibly beneficial when trying to get shit done and be productive. They can work you through this. And what I want to say to finish, you guys, you know, it takes a little discipline always to implement new productivity hacks. Um, pick one out of these 20. Pick just one. Pick one hack. Try it out. Don't just try it out one day. Pick Try it out a couple of weeks. See if it resonates with you. Uh, give yourself three weeks at least to make it a habit. And then um, pick another one. If you want to implement it more, if you want to change, be more productive, pick a second one. And uh, these are 20 of the top productivity haps, hacks for 2020. Um, I'm going to wrap it up there, you guys. I want to thank you for coming on the show. Check out our podcast at thebusinessmethod.com. We're on iTunes. We're on all the apps, Spotify, and uh, we've got really great shows coming for you when are in the middle of our 100 Influencer um, series. And we've interviewed amazing people like Hal Elrod, Laird Hamilton, Jim Rogers, Stephen Kotler, some of the top experts in the world. And, um, and so check that out, you guys. Subscribe and listen. Sign up for our newsletter. We have a Get Shit Done newsletter keep you productive and on your toes and helping you get shit done on a regular basis. I'll end it there. Uh, have an incredibly productive day. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. Hey listeners. Thanks for joining us. Once again, we wanted to remind you about our high performance productivity coaching and our five, six, seven, and eight figure private masterminds. These are all designed for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs to help you scale rapidly and grow. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com. That's thebusinessmethod.com. And we'll see you all on the next episode.